With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello. Welcome back to Gunfighter Life. The podcast where we talk about gunfighting the right way with God at the center, Judeo-Christian values, and real-world first-hand experience. I am your host, Michael Melito. First and foremost, I am a servant of God, a follower of Jesus Christ. Veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps and Army, state rifle and pistol champion a few times over, private contractor, LAPD, Those are a few things in my background, professional big game hunter and guide, but what I am is a child of God, a servant of God. In lieu of the normal bio, since I'm coming at you from a mobile studio, I'm at the dog park. Had a few delays today, car overheated. So a little bit, instead of the bio being lengthy, we'll do a little bit of making the sausage of the Alpha Male podcast. If you don't know, uh, I have two days off a week. One of those is Sabbath in which I rest. The other day is my stuff to get everything else done and get the podcast done. I work you know, far more than 40 hours a week at my normal job. This is not my normal job. This is something I do for you guys to get the information out. The total, the total made on this podcast is like $170-something a month. That's like total what comes in. And then obviously I have to pay for web hosting and getting merchandise made, having a website. All that stuff costs money. Uh, So needless to say, this is not anywhere close to my full-time income. Don't do this for the money. I do this for you guys to get information out there. If God blesses you with talents, you should use them. It'd be great if one day this was a full-time job or a full-time calling to do this, the Alpha Male Podcast and Simple Man Sermons, but just a little bit to let you know why we're doing it mobile today. Today is my day to get out the podcast, and if I don't get them out, you guys either get reruns or you don't get anything. So I'm coming from the dog park. Dog and I went hunting today, Alexander Hamilton, the Rhodesian Ridgeback, and I thought it's important for him in this part of the development to socialize and play with other dogs. As the Bible says, blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. With that, let's get into today's topic. We are going to talk about rimfires. Not just a twenty-two long rifle, but obviously that is the big one. That is the little baby elephant in the room. The twenty-two long rifle has a long history, been around a long time, I believe well over 100 years. And the twenty-two long rifle is great. And because it's great, it's popular. And because it's popular, it's cheap economy of scale because it's cheap it's very useful and very good to train with so what is the 22 long rifle we'll start there what is it good at again it's cheap it's the cheapest way to train unless you're like working for an agency that gives you free nine millimeter or 45 ammo or 223 ammo unless you get that stuff for free which i've blessed been blessed to have those jobs in the past but if you're training on your own they're the cheapest way to train with an actual handgun is 22 long rifle. So whether it's, you know, a handgun that's configured very similarly to your centerfire CCW or duty handgun, 
whether it's a bolt action, you know, 22 or semi-automatic 22 configured like your duty gun, your training gun, or your hunting gun, for that matter, train how you're going to fight, whether it's a 22 long rifle AR conversion or dedicated 22 AR, it's a, it's an easy way to train the skills. The fundamentals are the same. The trigger control, the sight alignment, sight picture, stance, grip. You can train all that with a 22. The draw, getting fast, accurate hits on target with your carry gun. You can do all that with the 22. The 22 is great for that. The 22 is also great for being able to get into the world of competition shooting cheaply and affordably. You know, Steel Challenge has a 22 division. There's precision 22 events, uh, precision rimfire events. Great way to get into the sport without spending as much money. You get into competition shooting, it's going to cost money. That's just the way that it is. But it will cost less than it probably would for a centerfire counterpart. The 22 is great for that. The 22 is great for mastering the fundamentals, which is probably what it's best for. The 22 is also great for a lot of other things. It is great for small game hunting. I cannot recall the amount of animals that I have put in the dirt with a 22. Um, I literally couldn't even begin to guesstimate how many. Um, but anything from jackrabbits to cottontails to gray squirrels to prairie dogs to all kinds of things. The 22 is great for small game, however you want to define that. The 22 long rifle is great for survival. It is a lot of people's go-to gun. Like if you had to, you know, whatever, the crap has hit the fan... You have to grab one gun. A lot of people make the argument that it would be the 22 long rifle. I don't. That's not my first choice. And if you've listened long enough, you know what that choice is. But it is a lot of people's, which shows you, and it's a lot of people's that know that know quite a, a fair deal, that have experience. It would be their go-to. You know, a 22 long rifle would be their go-to survival weapon. It wouldn't be mine. But a reason they choose it, and one of the things that's great about it, is you can carry a lot of ammo. You can very easily, in a pair of cargo pants, carry a thousand rounds of ammo. You can't do that with a 223. You can't do that with a 12 gauge. You can't do that with really much of anything else. But you can do that with a 22 long rifle. You could literally throw. A thousand rounds of ammo in your cargo pockets and a Ruger 1022 takedown and head out in the hills. And you could do that even at today's prices for probably under $500. And still have money left over for a compass and a whistle and a cheap backpack and some salt and pepper. A decent knife. It's probably still under $500, and hopefully you already have a Bible, and if not, you can usually get that for free, but a Bible and that stuff, and you could head out and and be good. So a twenty two long rifle is a good choice for survival. Again, it's not my first choice, but it's a lot of people's first choice, and it would probably be my second choice for survival, for sure. Recently, there have been quite a few handguns geared towards defensive use for that are chambered in twenty two, like the twenty two LCP. Ruger LCP, that is, if you're not super familiar, or the Ruger LCR in 22. Um, 
Again, wouldn't be my first choice, but I'd much rather have it if I needed deadly force than not having a firearm. I generally like to carry a full-size gun, a full-size handgun all the time, but there are times when you can't. And if you're not familiar with the 22 North American Arms Mini Revolver in 22, you know, you can carry one of those and you might not be able to carry anything else. You could literally carry those with no shirt and a pair of silkies. If you don't know what silkies are, you're really missing out. Look those up. Um, Ranger panties. But uh, look those up. Men's running shorts for the military. But you could literally carry an NAA mini revolver and 22 long rifle in those. So it, the 22 long rifle may give you the option to carry a handgun when you couldn't carry anything else feasibly. Again, not my first choice, but it is an option. Um... Let's move up and then down. We'll go to the 22 Magnum. Now, the 22 Magnum, realize that you're stepping up in power. And you're not really stepping up in weight. And to me, that's the primary advantage. You get better power to weight ratio. You still probably could carry a 1,000 rounds of 22 Magnum. It would take up more space. It wouldn't be ridiculously more heavy because you're getting more powder, which weighs very little. And a brass case, which weighs a little, but not nearly as much as a projectile. Um, and generally, you're talking about similar projectile weights. From 36 to 40 grains is going to be your most common. And you're getting quite a big step up in velocity. So you get a better power to weight ratio. If money wasn't an option and you were looking for a survival rifle and you wanted to step up from the 22 long rifle, the 22 mag would be a good choice. In most applications where the 22 magnum shines is you want to hunt similar size game at longer range. You know, let's say you're hunting prairie dogs. You want a little bit farther range, and you don't want to step up to a centerfire 22 Hornet 223. Then the 22 Magnum lets you take prairie dogs at a greater range with a flatter trajectory than you would be able to, say, with a 22 long rifle. So it gives you that. Maybe you want to be able to shoot jackrabbits. 22 long rifle will generally do it well, but 22 Magnum will do it as well at a greater distance. So you're buying yourself distance. Also, if you're stepping up to what I like to call a medium small game or large small game, however you want to define that, but like a coyote, I would much rather have a 22 Magnum for coyote, coyote for you that aren't. American, I guess, are familiar with the term. But Coyote, I'd much rather have a 22 Magnum. Even for things like possum or or uh, raccoon. And you can definitely hunt raccoon and possum with 22 long rifle. But 22 Mag, I think, is a better choice. And how many rounds are you really going to be shooting if you're going, you know, running through the swamps with a lantern and some black and tan coon hounds for raccoons? How much ammo are you really shooting? So is the fact that it costs a few more cents a round really relevant? Probably not. So for that larger, small game, I think a better option. There aren't as many options for defensive handguns or gun handguns tailored towards defense in the 22 Magnum, but there are a few, and there are some pretty cool ones. Again, the LCR, the revolver in 22 Mag, pretty cool. And the Keltec PMR30 has a 30-round magazine and 22 Magnum. And if you can get them to work right and be reliable, 
be a pretty cool hiking gun if you mostly wanted to hike have it maybe for defense but mostly you wanted to you know pop a couple rounds at jackrabbits or whatever was legal pretty cool option the 22 magnum it's big downside of course is cost uh the reason i don't have one anymore is it generally costs more to shoot that cartridge than it does to reload for 223 so if i'm gonna step up why wouldn't i just shoot a 223 versus a 22 magnum caveat that won't apply to you if you don't reload and that won't apply to you if like we're talking about you're using it for survival and you want to carry a bunch of ammo 223 does weigh considerably more than does 22 magnum and takes up quite a bit more space which is also important if you're carrying it on your back but it is a great round and maybe underrated it is quite a big step up from 22 long rifle now both these have a neck down version the 17 hmr if you neck that down to 17 caliber that's really kind of a niche so what the 17 hmr is really good for if the 22 long rifle the 22 magnum is buying you range on similar size game the 17 hmr is buying you even more range on perhaps smaller game but if you wanted like super long range rimfire prairie dog hunting which is a lot of fun i might add then the 17 hmr is great for that that's kind of what is tailor made for it has another niche application if you want to use super frangible ammo and save pelts save the skins of animals it generally will punch a very small hole in and explode inside and do a massive amount of damage for such a small caliber and not make an exit wound that's the idea if you want to you know sell a pelt it does the least amount of damage and it has quite a long range so it has that niche one that never really caught on it's still around but if you neck the 22 long rifle down to a 17 i believe it's called the 17 i had to look it up because it is that unpopular that uncommon it's the match two and it's basically a 22 long rifle neck down it's super tiny and obviously again would be useful if you wanted to do less damage on game very small game now just taking the 22 long rifle there's something called the 22 long which was kind of a weird interim you don't see them too much some guns will fire multiple calibers 22 shorts longs and long rifles the only really advantage I can see to the 22 long is sometimes when ammo shortages go crazy, you can find 22 long when you can't find 22 long rifle. They'll a lot of times work in a bolt action or a lever action. So it gives you another option. That's really the only advantage I would ever use those instead of a 22 long rifle is if that's all I could get. The next one to talk about is the 22 short. The 22 shorts are great. They're generally a 20 something grain bullet as opposed to a 30 something or 40 something grain bullet. Um, obviously less powerful if you want to do less damage which gets us into the next category some of those 22 shorts you got to be careful those they're still supersonic which means they still can be a little bit loud now 22 short cb caps or 22 cb caps or 22 calibris are meant to be quiet they're meant to be quiet without a suppressor totally legally it's cool if you live in Europe. We do have European listeners, which is great. Um, suppressors here in America are kind of a pain in the butt. You have to spend a lot of times more 
than the suppressor can be worth and sometimes as much as a gun to get a suppressor and wait a year or more on a waiting list. So the 22 CB caps and the 22 Calibris give you a way to shoot very quietly because that ammo is subsonic, especially out of a rifle. They still might be a little bit loud out of a handgun, but out of a rifle, they're ridiculously quiet to the point where sometimes you shoot them and you're like, did that bullet leave the barrel? I'm not sure I better check. They're that quiet. They are super quiet. So for hunting somewhere where it's legal, but you don't want to make a lot of noise and disturb people, a great option for pest control, a great option for when you want to shoot really quietly without a suppressor um they really shine for that and give you a good option now they almost certainly won't work in a 22 you know semi-automatic handgun or a semi-automatic like ruger 1022 or marlin model 60 they almost certainly won't cycle the gun but they will work in a lot of guns like a single shot bolt action that's what i shoot them in uh, single shot bolt action when I want to go back to the basics and take the dog hunting and just take a single shot 22 rifle gives you an extra option. Uh, they'll work in those generally. They'll work in quite a few lever actions. They might even be stamped on the side, short, long, and long rifle. Um, the only semi-automatic I know that is supposed to feed all of them is, I believe, called the Remington Speedmaster, which Remington is kind of bankrupt. Coming back, I don't think they make them anymore, but you can generally find them. But they will work in a lot of bolt actions or lever action rifles if you want repeatability, uh, a reasonable rate of fire. So that gives you another option. So I hope you liked this episode, the definitive guide to rim fires. If you like this podcast, if you want to check out more, goodshepherdtraining.com. Goodshepherdtraining.com. If you want to support the podcast, if you would like longer or more episodes or you know videos or things like that, I'll be honest, I'm kind of at the point of the podcast where I'm working well more than 40 hours a week and by God's grace, trying to be a good husband and, and you know, getting everything else done that goes in life. And this is kind of where the podcast is for right now and I'm very blessed to be able to get these out. But if you want to grow the podcast and hopefully be able to get more of it, that's up to you guys. Um, feel free to listen for free. These are free to listen to and I like it that way, but they are not free to put out. If you want to support the podcast, again, goodshepherdtraining.com. There's a Patreon link. Patreons get special stuff on there. They get, you know, inside looks at my trapping kit, my gun setups, you know, shooting drills, good practical defensive shooting drills videos are on there. Um, Just today, I haven't recorded any that I got requests on yet. But I put out today, hey, what do you guys want podcasts on? And they gave me some good ideas. So I will pray on those and think on those. And hopefully those will turn into episodes. But if there's something you'd like to hear, again, goodshepherdtraining.com. Go to the Patreon link for the fraction of the cost of a box of ammo. You can support the podcast. And again, if you don't want to support, listen for free. Don't feel guilty about it. My God supplies all my needs. With that, guys, a good tactical tip of the day. Tactical tip of the day, I may have said it before a long time ago, but yellow glasses. I am particularly fond of yellow aviators. Anybody that served with me as commander of a tactical team or in times past, it's kind of a running joke. Kind of one of my things is you can't bug out without, you know, yellow aviators. But they don't have to be aviators. They just give you extra cool man points if you want to wear yellow aviators. 
but yellow lens glasses. I first started wearing yellow lens aviators when I was just a boy competing in Olympic-style rifle competitions. They're great for that. They contrast black and white. They are generally great for a lot of environments for hunting, especially in drier desert climates. I still like to wear yellow or bronze-colored lenses. They tend to contrast black and white. Mostly gun sights, especially the outlines of them for precise shooting, are black. Scope reticles are black. They contrast black and white. They are known for shooting. They're not always the best choice in color, but mostly they are. You can wear them in the daytime. You can wear them in low light. You can wear them pretty much anytime. So yellow lens glasses or amber if you are really in the desert and want an advantage in hunting. But yellow lens sunglasses, yellow lens aviators. You know, just a, a good tip. You can sometimes find them at the dollar store. If you're out hunting or shooting, a lot of people don't wear glasses. I still like to if I can. For a lot of reasons. If you're shooting, you have the potential for that gun to throw stuff back in your face. Also, you know, if you're climbing through briars or thick brush, which I like to do. I like to get messy and dirty. They keep stuff out of your eyes. Regular sunglasses are great, but they're not always best if you're in lower light situations or in a forest. If you're somewhere really, really green back east in the spring, you know, somewhere like a jungle environment, green lenses may work better for you. But I'm going to throw out the tactical tip of the day, yellow lens glasses, especially for shooting and for hunting. Tactical tip of the day kind of ties into the last episode I recorded on Forty Smith & Wesson, but it's very similar different part of the bible but a similar tactical verse of the day god resists the proud but gives grace to the humble humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in due time casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you with that men thanks for listening and have a blessed day with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.